This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll Rabbi Yisrael Baumgarten was a wealthy Jew from Jerusalem. As he raised his family, he did his best to keep them connected to the Jewish tradition and the halachic Torah way of life. But to his dismay and his disappointment, each one of his children decided to stop being religious. He did his best to encourage them and bring them back, and even offered them financial assistance, but nothing helped. And at some point, they all moved away to America to get away from their father and his strict religious ways. And of course, Rabbi Baumgarten was devastated. As he aged, the rabbi tried to convince his children to come back to living a religious life. But his children weren't interested. All they were interested in was his money. And they made an effort to have their father put the money in special accounts so that it would be shielded from the hefty taxes in Israel. But the father wasn't interested, and he told them he had his own plans for what he was going to do with his money. So the children figured, okay, they'll just have to wait until their father passes away, and then they'll find out where he keeps his money. But that's not what happened. After the rabbi passed away, his children were shocked to see his will. Instead of leaving his fortune to all of his children, he left them all very small amounts of money, and he gave no hint as to where the rest of his money had gone. So the children hired lawyers and detectives to try to trace the the funds and try to figure out where the money had gone, but it was all in vain. Not only that, the rabbi had left instructions in his will that his apartment, the family home, and the old city of Jerusalem was not to be sold. And the children were very upset about this as well, because they figured the apartment's worth a lot of money, and nobody lives in Israel anymore anyhow, so it's just going to sit there empty. But that's what the father said in the will, and so... They had no choice, and they couldn't sell the apartment. The apartment was used occasionally whenever family members would come and stay in Jerusalem, but otherwise, it sat there just as their father had left it, with all the old furniture and all the old books, most of the time, just empty. Many years passed, and the children went on with their lives. They had children, and they raised their children, and of course, none of them were raised in a religious home. None of them were even raised with speaking Hebrew. But one of the grandchildren went on a trip to Israel, and on the trip, this grandson became very excited about being a Jew and his connection with the land of Israel. He told his parents that he wanted to stay on a little bit more and to learn some more, and so he did. And eventually he found his way into a yeshiva for Baalei Tshuva, for returnees to the Holy Faith. As he was learning in the yeshiva, he thought about his grandfather. He knew that he had a religious grandfather, religious grandparents, he'd seen pictures, and he was learning Torah, learning halacha, learning how to live a kosher life, and he felt more and more and more connected to his grandfather. Instead of returning to America, he decided to stay in yeshiva full-time. And as time passed, this grandson became more and more religious and more engrossed in his Torah studies. It got to the point where he developed an insatiable desire for learning Gemara, and he was a very good student as well. He picked up all of the terminology and the methodology and was able to learn Gemara on a very deep level. One Shabbos, he ate at the home of his main Talmud teacher. And on the way back to the dorm in the yeshiva, 
He was walking in the old city, and he passes by an apartment that he'd never paid attention before. And on the door of the apartment is inscribed the name of his grandfather. He couldn't believe it. He'd never heard about the family apartment. He knew there was something somewhere in Jerusalem. So, Sunday morning, he calls his father. He says, please, you have to explain to me. Why is my grandfather's name on this apartment? Does this belong to us? The father said, well, since nobody else is staying there, and you're in Jerusalem, the key is with the neighbor. Go and tell him that you're the grandson. He'll give you the key, and you can use the apartment whenever you want. So the grandson took the key to his grandfather's apartment. He went inside, he took a little look around, and he figured, since Shabbos is coming, maybe he'd leave a light on, maybe he'd come back. That Friday night, he went again to have a meal by his rabbi's house, and instead of walking back to the dorm, he decided to sleep in his grandfather's apartment. He came into the apartment, and instead of immediately going to sleep, he decided to sit down at the dining room table, where he had left on a light, and review his Gemara. He went to the shelf, and he took out a Gemara Nadarim. This was from his grandfather's library, and he opened up to the page that he was learning in the chapter of Hashutfin, which discusses the question of a father who wants to give property to his child only on the condition that his child would be a Torah scholar. And as the grandson is reading, he notices on the sides of the Gemara are some notes written in Hebrew. He looks more carefully, and when he realizes what's written there, he's totally blown away, because it was addressed to him. It said, To my dear grandchild, if you are reading these lines, you have been privileged to return to a life of Torah and mitzvot, and now you're studying God's greatest gift to the Jewish people, our holy Torah. So, I have a surprise for you. I'm giving you my entire fortune. I want you to be able to learn Torah undisturbed by any financial concerns. And written in the Gemara was the location of a safe deposit box that contained all of Rabbi Yisrael Baumgarten's assets, along with instructions on how to access the box. The grandson could hardly believe what he was reading. He ran back to his rabbi's house and explained everything that had transpired, and then he asked a question. Was he allowed to keep the money? A couple of days later, there was a, a Beit Din gathered, a Jewish court, and on the Beit Din was one of the great authorities in Halacha in the old city at the time. After listening to the entire story, the Beit Din decided that the grandson could indeed keep his grandfather's fortune. And so the grandson moved into the grandfather's house, which had also been bequeathed to him in the will, and he raised his family there and the old city. Decades later, this grandson continues to learn Torah undisturbed. He's been blessed with a beautiful family of children and even grandchildren who are now all following in the footsteps of their great-grandfather and their great-great-grandfather, Rabbi Yisrael Baumgarten, just like he had wanted in his will.